Welcome to the Caitlin Hansen Show. In case you haven't done it already, which you should have, go ahead and download the CEO.com app. Thanks for joining me. All right. I'm so excited to have you here today. Missy Frost from Karis. You are the CEO and you guys are a healthcare training platform. Did I get that right? Yes. Okay. We're not actually going to talk about Karis at all today. Perfect. Is that okay? Love it. (laughs) What I do want to talk about though is your role as a CEO and a leader. Some of the things that have been on your mind lately. And one of the things you mentioned to me was uh, purpose versus performance. And I'm interested in your take on that and how those intersect for you as a leader and also as you lead a company. Yeah, this is something I've been spending a lot of time thinking about lately. I think as leaders, particularly if you're a CEO, you are tasked with driving performance, right? Your whole job is to make sure that you hit your financial targets and you grow the company and you're constantly talking to your board and your investors and you there's a tremendous amount of pressure around performance. And what I think a lot of us worry about is how do we get there? And you hear these horror stories, right, of... CEOs who come in and they beat their people and they're terrible and they have toxic environments because it's all numbers all the time and go, go, go. And I never wanted to be that kind of CEO. And to me, one of the things as I've gone through my career that I have thought a lot about, and I wouldn't say necessarily struggled, but not had a ton of clarity around is purpose. So what is my purpose in life? Right. And, and you always get this advice, you know, follow your passion and it'll all work out. And that's really hard for me because my passions don't have anything to do with work, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I like to eat really good food. (laughs) And I think that maybe someone somewhere might pay me to be like a food critic, but I'm not sure that I'd be very good at it. And honestly, if it were my job, I wouldn't love eating as much, right? It would take the joy and the passion out of it for me. So it never made sense to me to talk about follow your passion. I'm like, well, my passion is sitting on the couch reading a book and people leaving me alone. Like, this is not If you can find someone to pay you to do that, I'm in with I you. I know, right? right? But people want you to, like, edit and, like, do things. And I'm like, you're taking the joy of it. Right. Anyway, so I ran into this notion, actually, just a few years ago about instead of thinking about it as your passion, what about thinking about it as your interest? Like, what... Are you interested in the world? What are you interested in solving? What do you wish were better? What are the issues that just get you fired up, right? And I think that that, for me, was the key to saying, how do I translate purpose into performance? And the, and the way that works in my head, which may be completely different for everybody, is you have to infuse meaning into the performance. The performance comes when people feel that they are contributing, that they are doing something, that every single day the thing that you do, even when it sucks and you hate it, matters, right? And so in my personal belief system, my purpose is to make things better, to to solve problems and leave things better than I found, right? This is something instilled to me in growing up. It was something I was told all the time, which is if you see a problem, fix a problem, right? So as an adult... I love fixing hard problems. And to me, one of the, the things that I get intellectually curious about and, in fact, passionate about, even though that came later, was the economic mobility of women. I think everyone has met 
women in their life who are in bad circumstances because they cannot afford to leave, right? They stay with in bad relationships. They work jobs that they get stuck in because they have to. They start having kids. And all of a sudden, they find themselves without any opportunities or can't see a way out of a bad situation. And so joining Karis allowed me to take that interest and that passion and infuse it into what we do, right? So we train, and training is, there are a million things about training that you need to do well. But if you do it well because you're giving people, all people, not just women, the opportunity to change their economic circumstances, then I think you actually do change the world. And you do that because when people are happier and more fulfilled and make more money, they tend to have better family lives, better community lives, and that impact ripples across many, many lives instead of just one individual doing one thing. So it became really, really important for me to let the company buy into that, right? We are all here to serve our learners, and we serve our learners not just because we give them the ability to learn stuff, which is nice and good, but we give them the ability to learn stuff with the intent that their lives will be different when they learn it, not just because it's cool to learn, right? I tell people this all the time is no one ever dreams of becoming a phlebotomist when they're six, right? You know, like, I am going to grow up and I'm going to be a hemodialysis technician, Right. No, you choose those jobs because they're better than the job you have, and it gets you on a career path you might not have been able to do before. So for me, that that notion of personal purpose, which is leaving it better than I found it, and company purpose, which is enabling people to change their economic circumstance, drives the ultimate result, which is what I'm paid to do, which is the financial growth of the entire company. Wow. So when your purpose, your passion, hopefully your purpose eventually becomes a passion, is fulfilled, that's when you're saying it can also drive that profitability, that performance. I'm hearing you say what you're saying, too, is a lot of that is just motivation, right? So Mm -hmm. these people now are seeing that the motivation is to have a better economic status and a better economic life and be able to provide more for their families. And a lot of people, I would argue, are in a work environment where their CEO or their company doesn't put a lot of emphasis on purpose and fulfilling their employees' needs and making sure they feel valued. What do you have to say to those people that maybe are sitting in a situation where they don't have you as a CEO that's thinking this forward, come work for you? That's the solution. Come on in. in. Um, And how can they shift that mindset for themselves if they don't have a company culture that's like this? I think, obviously, purpose and meaning is individual, right? My purpose Mm -hmm. is not your purpose, is not anyone particular purpose. You have to find that from what motivates you and what you're interested in. But I think you you really have an interesting opportunity right now, and everyone does, because unemployment is the lowest it's ever been in the state, as far as I know. It's kind of crazy low right now. And so you have a choice about where you choose to spend your time, energy, and effort. And I think for leaders, we can't just rely on people need jobs. People... People will put up with whatever crap we happen to come up with because they have to. That's not true. So I would encourage everyone to find that thing that they're interested in and try to align their career trajectory with what they're interested in, right? So if you're interested in in the clean air problem, go work in green energy, right? There are ways of aligning that 
interest, that passion, whatever word you want to use with where you want to go. And for leaders, you're not going to get the best of the best unless you provide some reason why the mission of your company, the purpose of your company doesn't draw in people who have a similar shared vision. And for people who are struggling with what do I do every day? Why do I do it? Take some time and reflect on that. Like it took me years to figure out my personal purpose, right? And I did a lot of crazy things for work. Um, but every step taught me something and got me closer to what I what I want to do, what I feel aligned to. And so even if you don't know what it is today, there, keep exploring, keep reflecting on it. You will find it. Obviously, the generation we're in right now and the upcoming generation, every, no one's punching a clock anymore and just collecting a paycheck to support their families. I feel like that that American dream is kind of leaving us right now. And we want purpose behind our work. When speaking to leaders specifically, how as an organization do you create a purpose? Do you create like a purpose statement? What would you say are some good tips on putting that together for your employees? Yeah, I think that's fundamental. I don't think you can really build a corporate strategy if you, unless you have a purpose, right? Some people call it their true north. Some people call it their mission statement. I don't really care what you call mm-hmm. it, but it really starts with leadership. And if leadership is not aligned on what that purpose is, no employee is going to understand it, right? Because it takes repetition. It takes living it. It takes being consistent about it. So the thing that we do is we sit down every year and we talk about it. What is our true north? Why are we here? How do we make decisions? If it doesn't follow our true north, is that a decision we're willing to make? And then we set corporate strategy based on that. What are the most important things we have to do this year to meet our true north? And then that cascades throughout our entire organization. So everything that we talk about doing in terms of objectives and goals and all all the businessy crap that you do, Mm -hmm. all ties ultimately into the one purpose that we all agree on. So as uh, the leader of Keras, can you give us maybe a, a personal example from interaction with employees or anything like that where you feel like this has been really powerful and been able to kind of lift up and motivate the people that you work with? Absolutely. Um, so when I first joined Keras, there was a lot of conversation around, you know, we don't talk about our learners and we don't feature their stories and we don't know if what happens. So we made a huge effort to try to elevate those stories and make them accessible to everyone, right? So we interview, and I have a a leader in my organization who's incredibly passionate about this, telling the learner story. And so he shares with his entire department pretty much constantly feedback we get via social channels. He'll post it in our internal things. He invites learners to all of his um, departmental meetings to talk about their experience, why they chose us, what happened, where they work now, why they were prepared to go to work, what it meant to them. You know, we've had people come in and cry, which is awesome, Mm -hmm. right? To know that you meant so much to somebody that they're willing to like take time out of their day and share that kind of vulnerability with you is is pretty incredible. And I think that exposure, that that reaffirmation that, yes, in fact, what we do actually matters in the world to humans really helps people connect in their day-to-day life, right? Because day-to-day work is sometimes you get through an entire day and it's all sucked. There's like, you're like, why am I here? What am I doing? I hate this. If I have to send one more damn email. Um, And 
having the touch points with the outcome, I think, really helps make those days easier or more bearable. I think the purpose behind an organization and in your own life, personally and professional life, is definitely a good way to stay I guess, engaged and enjoying life in general, because we are at work, how many hours of our life, right? So why not make it as enjoyable as we possibly can? I want to leave our listeners with maybe a thought on that purpose statement, mission statement, whatever you said, that true north. Is that something I imagine you're revisiting and morphing as needed? Or is it something you're like, this is it? Like, do we address this yearly? How often are you actually reassessing that? As a business, we reassess it. Yearly. In my personal life, um, I went through years where I would like set some time and, and try to do personal reflection on what is it, what do, what do I want to be when I grow up? Mm-hmm. What do I want to contribute? How do I see what I do as mattering? And I think you can do that as often as you want. I used to do it every month, which sounds like ridiculously often, but I, there have absolutely been points in my life where I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do, mm-hmm. right? So I, as organizations, I think yearly is about as much as you can do because you're trying to get the whole organization going in, in a single direction. But as an individual, I think you should do it as often as it takes and really sit, sit and spend some time with it so that you're clear because the clearer you are about what you want, the more you can create those results in your life. I love it. So I guess what we're saying here is give yourself the grace to collect information and navigate and negotiate new purpose all the time and help that drive you hopefully into a beautiful career and a beautiful life, right? One with meaning behind it. 100%. Missy, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time on CEO.com.